Yes, that's right. Man, I want the R&B singer Neo <laughs> to be in a Warriors games. Oh, God, can they please make Def Jam Warriors? For God's sakes. Please, you guys, I am begging you. are in the internet space. That was pretty good. Can you do that again? Okay, now when you when you go and edit this, you need to overlay them over against each other again after that. <laughs> to make sure I'm on track, yeah. But that wasn't even the same number of notes. I don't think it was. I think you were off by a couple somewhere. But It was pretty mm-hmm. close. That's pretty close. Thanks. I was trying to write a theme song to the internet. Hmm. A sequel to the internet by oh, who was that? Donald Glover. Yeah, childish Grambino. Childish Grambino. Chungus Chungus Bimbino. Hugo Bambo. (laughs) That that one took a turn. (laughs) Hugo isn't even close. You said Chungus, and it made me think Hugo. I don't know. That's fair, I guess. They both have U's. So this time I didn't think of an intro and uh, I'm currently panicked trying to think of something that could possibly transition us into uh, talking about video games. Oh, I feel like there's a spotlight on me and the whole crowd says, hey, in unison, hey, where's the intro, Bingus? Oh, my God. I probably would scream if that many people in unison said one thing to me. That would be absolutely terrifying. It doesn't feel good even in uh, the, the fake world that I've created, but but still, they okay. did ask. And I I don't think I would run. I am frightened, but I don't think I would run. I think I want to I wanna give the people what they want. You're going to stand your ground. I'm going to stand my ground and do an introduction. Okay. Was that it, or are you going to do it now? <clears throat> I, um, um, I'll do it now. It's okay. I believe in you. You got Your what? mom told me you're handsome. What um what's up with airline food? What what is up with airline food? What's up with the B movie? Jerry Seinfeld. Just take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Ugh. Okay, alright. I'm collecting myself. I'll I'll get better. I'll get better. Here we go. Here we go. You can do it. <sighs> Does anybody play video games? Does anybody out there remember the Nintendo? Oh god, he's bombing. He's bombing. <laughs> Shigeru Miyamoto is my favorite man. You know it's Hideo Kojima. Oh fuck. <laughs> it is. I can't even remember my own material. <laughs> alright, alright. Just 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 take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. <sighs> Get that diaphragm relaxed. Okay, baby. <sighs> you got this. Who's okay. A, who's a, who's a, a big, strong podcaster? Hideo Kojima? No. Who's a big, strong podcaster? Ishigeru Miyamoto? Mm-mm. You know what I want you to say. Todd Howard? <laughs> who's a big, strong <laughs> podcaster? Just say it. It's Norman Reedus. I know it is. 
he probably would have a good podcast. I bet Norman Reedus has a great podcast. I bet he already has one. Everybody has podcasts nowadays. It's true. I mean, we have oh. podcasts. <laughs> Even we do. Everybody your, has podcasts. Your common schlubs off the street. <laughs> Everybody's got one. Even these two schmucks. <laughs> The name of which is Video Game Podtimism. It's the Optimist's <laughs> video game variety show where two best friends try to make an intro about video games. I'm Chase, and my favorite game man is Todd Howard. I'm David, and I know Chase is lying about what he just said. Yeah. That is not his favorite. That is not his favorite game man. He's being a nasty boy right now. Yeah, I am. I don't know who my favorite game game person is. I don't think it's Todd Howard. He did some good ones. He did. He has some solid ones, but he's regressed recently, unfortunately. Yeah, that fall of 76 was kind of a little, little, little fart. Yeah. Although some people like it. I've I've seen communities of people enjoy this video game. Yeah, it's true. I'm not going to ick anyone's yum, especially since I haven't played it. Yeah. He did make Skyrim, though. He was the game director on Skyrim. Like, I can't I can't knock Mr. Todd. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, but yeah. he's been milking that for a good decade now. I I saw news that the next Elder Scrolls is years away, is what they said. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's gonna be ten years between fucking Elder Scrolls games. I mean, why would they why would they sink resources into it when they just release it for the Switch and keep making money? I'm really the fool. I keep buying it. Todd keeps saying, hey, do you want Elder Scrolls on this interactive cup memorabilia from McDonald's? I said, yes. Uh, I will buy that in a Happy Meal, Mr. Todd. You can now play Elder Scrolls on your smart fridge. Isn't that like a thing? Didn't they actually do that? Ooh, man. If it, or no, if it was Doom. True. I've seen people do it on Doom. On a, Doom uh, on a smart fridge? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Skyrim came out in 2011. It's 2021, like next year. Yeah. It's going to be 10 years very soon. And they're saying it's not going to come out for years, multiple. Yes. For some reason, Elder Scrolls has gotten a pass where Half-Life has been beaten into the meme dirt. Half-Life or Fallout? Half-Life 3. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, that one's like, been a very, very, very long time, hadn't it? When Half-Life 2 came out, like 2004, 2005? Yeah, something like that. Episode 2 came out like 2006, 07? Uh, Half-Life 2 came out in 2004. You are correct. This is this is the fun part of the uh, the show where we talk about when games came out. Everyone's favorite part. Everybody get, gets real hyped when we talk about the years that something came out. <laughs> they love it. They say, can you please just stop trying to be entertaining and just talk about the years a game came out <laughs> Oh man, maybe that should just be the podcast. Video we're gonna, game we're gonna years. Add, we're gonna say a game and everybody guess, and then <laughs> we'll say the answer. You're gonna have to email us, and we won't list like look, look at your responses until we also record the episode. So this exactly. is gonna it's gonna require some quantum time leaping, but yeah, we're gonna you know, we'll make it happen. Be really, this is gonna be the honor system. Welcome to video game years. I'm your host, host A, and I am host B. Cool. We are here to share raw data with you. Fart joke and boner. <laughs> Fain disgust, but really that was funny. <laughs> Try to sing song or impersonate someone. Fail, fail, fail. <laughs> Skill check, fail. Skill check, fail. Natural one.
<laughs> we're just we're rolling natural ones on everything. Mm-hmm. Hey, David. Hey, what? That was the crowd. Oh, yes, yes, crowd. Tell us about your video games you've been playing. Well, have I got some news for you. What's that? It's all been Divinity Original Sin 2. Oh, yeah. All right. Mallory came back from camping. Mm. And she's like, get in the fucking video game. We're doing this right now. Wow. She was the one who said, let's do it. Yeah, dude. You know that scene in Lord of the Rings when Frodo offers Galadriel the one ring? Yeah. And then she goes all crazy and it's like, <laughs> instead of a dark lord, you would have a queen. <laughs> Terrible and beautiful. I do remember that scene. <laughs> Treacherous as the sea. Is that is that a quote? Do you know this? That's a quote. God damn. Um, <laughs> that recall. But this is what has happened with <laughs> with our with our video game playing. You offered her the one video game, and she said, "I will have it." She wants all of it, and it's kind of terrifying because all she wants to do is loot, mm, which is which interesting. Is, which is nice mm-hmm. at first. It's At first, it was great. Yeah. It's just like she would just be like a hound dog, just going everywhere, finding everything. It was awesome. But then she started to realize that if she wanted to loot more, she'd have to kill people. Yes. <laughs> Which got really problematic when she got more com- comfortable with combat. Oh, so she's just picking fights left and right. So she has been picking fights all up and down. And I'll just ask her things. And she's just like... I'll be asking, like, oh, what should I do for my persuasion check on here? Which one should mm-hmm. I choose? And she's like, who cares? Can we just kill them and take their stuff anyways? And I'm like, oh, my God. What the fuck is this? Oh, my God. There's always the one D&D player who just wants to kill everybody, and that's apparently Mallory right now. She wants to kill everybody for the express purpose of taking their stuff, though. Yeah, no, it's not about the murder. It's, it's not, not the about, killing. It's not about the killing. It's about the stuff. It's about the wants. things that I want to take from you. Yeah. So it's, it's been an interesting experience. This is a real treat hearing about this. <laughs> I feel like when like I was very young and didn't know maybe the rules of video games, there wasn't a lot you could really do outside mm-hmm. of the rules of video games. Like if I was playing the original Star Fox on Super Nintendo, it's like I can either shoot the dudes or hit a wall and die. Like mm-hmm. there's not a lot of room for like experimentation, but... I don't know Mallory's history with playing video games, but it seems like maybe this one's like she's diving head first into pretty hard and there's no fucking rules. So might as well just kill everybody and take everything. There's no one you can't attack. There's people who, if you attack, they'll kick your ass, but there's no one that you just can't attack. Like the, the social norms inside of video games that I apply on myself Mallory has said, actually, I'm good. I think I'm going to kill everyone instead. Pretty much. That's that's a real treat. Pretty that's much. Very nice. She is she is fulfilling some sort of dark fantasy through the game. Yeah, all the bad things that they were saying about us in like the mid-2000s, about like how video games are an expression of violence, and we're like, no, dude, I just want to play Katamari Damacy. Here mm-hmm. Mallory is, fulfilling all these stereotypes. I know, right? Gamers just want to kill and loot people. I'm going to give her a pass on this one because it's like one of the first big games she's played. Yeah, fair. So you got to find out. I've played Grand Theft Auto. That's true. I right. I did my time. Uh, yeah, I did my time in GTA Three. I definitely mm-hmm. remember coming over to your house when I was younger with the express purpose 
of playing Grand Theft Auto and like just going around and committing killing everybody. Yeah. Just murder. That, yeah. That was the, the whole purpose of the hangout sesh was for me to play Grand Theft Auto at your place because my parents <laughs> would not let me have it. That's true. Um, I'm sorry, Lisa. It's okay. It is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Well, that's sweet. That's true. That's true. You need you need a game where you can push the limits and see where it goes. Right. So she's she's exploring her her boundaries right now. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Mallory. Welcome. Yeah. yeah. And now she blames me for all of this. She's like, I mean, you know what you've done to me. <laughs> it's been very interesting. <laughs> You're gonna come out one day after having slept, and Dallary Town is gonna be a utopia. Oh God. Like Mallory's just taken every game that you have and dominated it. I'd be pretty impressed. Yeah. She definitely would be like, I don't know. I don't know what kind of gamer she would be on that digital foundry test. Yeah. She could take the test <laughs> because I'm, I'm deep on immersion and role play. Yeah. Right. So I'm always off talking to people. Yeah. And like learning the story while she's just going around and looting everything in sight. <laughs> And just on more than one occasion, the person I'm talking to will then suddenly just turn around and start just attacking her because she's been trying to steal their stuff. <laughs> it's just like, no, stop it. I'm like, I was trying to open up a new dialogue tree, Mallory. <laughs> now I have to kill this person. Now I have to kill him and then we'll never know. <laughs> I wonder if it's the power of it, like she wants all the stuff or the completion of it, like to get all the things that are hidden. I th- she just wants cool stuff. Yeah. Right. Every every looting opportunity is the mystery door. Mm-hmm. Could be something amazing. Does she run into something where there's like actually something amazing? Yeah. So she Dang. keeps on getting that little bit of dopamine rush. I was about to say, if it doesn't Just work out, then it's like, well, maybe I should stop doing this. But <laughs> no, no. She's, it's still it's still working. It's still working. Yeah. Yep. So. So you're having a great time with Divinity. <laughs> it's very interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. That sounds it's an like an interesting dynamic. Yeah. All right. It's fun though. It's a great game. Yeah. Um but yeah, just trying to rein her in just tad. Just tad. You got to let her go or else she'll, she's going to wonder where the limit is. It's true. Just find she's herself. Got, she's got to taste she's got to chase the dragon to her heart's content. Yeah. And I just got to be ready to help her to face fight the consequences. every fucking NPC in that video game. <laughs> Oh, sidebar, I haven't asked you this. What are your guys' classes? Who are you playing? We each have two characters. So I am I'm a cleric uh-huh. and a and a wizard. You play both? Yeah, so one of my characters is a cleric uh-huh. and one of my characters is a wizard. Huh, okay. And then she has someone who is a fighter and a battle mage. Uh-huh. Um, okay. But she's kind of changed her battle mage into more like an archer type person. Yeah. Archer spellcaster. Mm-hmm. And I'm like a really tanky cleric, so I go in and beat people up. I'm a cleric slash necromancer. Wow, a tanky cleric! I'm not sure I've ever heard of that. I'm a big old tanky cleric. I don't know. I'll tell you, yeah, a thick boy who can heal himself. That's that's novel. Mm-hmm. Heal myself and others. Yeah, sick. All right. Is uh, I'm assuming that's the only video game that's in your life right now. That's it. Nice. There's there's no option to play anything else because if <laughs> I'm playing games, I'm playing with her, and we're playing that. Yeah, well. What about you, what you've been playing? I have beaten Moonlighter. You beaten? I didn't know that was a game you could just beat. Yeah, there was like there was like four dungeons and a boss. Uh-huh. And so you like just worked your way through all the dungeons and then beat the dude at the end. 
it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It uh, bordered on frustrating kind of near the end of the game. It, it tended to feel like the enemies that they were trying to ratchet up on difficulty, they either threw way too many of them at you or uh, started making them like feel kind of cheaper in a certain sense. Mm-hmm. I think in games like Dark Souls or something like that, throughout the game, they don't throw more people at you necessarily to make it more difficult. They can, but usually they don't. They just throw different kinds of enemies at you that like kind of force you to learn a new pattern. Mm-hmm. And I wish that this game had done that a little bit more where... The enemies were, uh, like, they somehow changed up the attacks, but more often than not, every dungeon you went into, most of the bad guys were essentially just reskins of other bad guys that, like, mm. essentially played by the same rules of, like, this is the one that shoot, tries to shoot you from across the map. This is the one that, like, dives at you a few times. This is, like, the melee dude that just gets up on your face. And, like, most of the time it just came down to that. So the the difficulty was ratcheted up on, like, how much health those dudes had and then how many of them there were and the the uh the speed at which they were like shooting you or attacking you sure and so it at the end sort of didn't feel like a uh like a skill based check it was more of like can you get the best armor spear and also carry enough like potions to keep yourself alive so it wasn't super engaging at the end then just right at the end um the rest of it i thought was pretty good and like the the mechanics of selling things were still fun till the end to me. That was still very nice. That's cool. Yeah. Sounds like um, a pretty interesting game. Yeah, I was into it. It was definitely like different and original. So yeah, Moonlighter. Thumbs up. Let's go. All right. The other game that I'm now playing is uh, Void Bastards, which came out on the Switch. Void Bastards. Yep. Okay. Guess what kind of game it is? A roguelike. It's a roguelike. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> You love those games. Found another roguelike to play. Uh-huh. Uh, I think this one is also a roguelite. There's progress kept okay. between runs. Mm-hmm. Um, the game itself is fairly fun. You're, like, a dude, and you're collecting things on these, like, spaceships that you, like, go from one to the other. Uh, and there's, like, bad dudes on the spaceships. The loop of the game I, th- I find pretty interesting that, like, there's a handful of like resources that you kind of have to manage while you're on any individual level. Like Mm -hmm. you have a certain amount of oxygen that's constantly depleting. Um, your bullets are usually pretty sparse. Your health is like carried over from one ship to the next. So you have to like try and not get hit to your best ability. Mm -hmm. And so when you get onto a ship, it's immediately like, okay, I have to figure out like where everything is on the ship that I need. I need to go turn the power on if the power's off so that I can like interact with any part of this. Um, I got to also be careful about the dudes who are in here. Cause sometimes they're just like way harder than you can handle. Sure. And so it's uh the loop of it, I think is pretty, pretty fun and like inventive. Mm-hmm. Um, the visual style is also like really cool. It looks like cell shaded and almost like a, was that 13? Is that that game from way back oh, in the day? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Suda 51. I think so. Yeah. Blast um, from the past. Throwback. Uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty good. I think it also sometimes suffers from some things that roguelikes just do where like every now and then you roll the dice really badly and just mm-hmm. get fucking destroyed in one of the levels that you roll up into. Oh, wow. Like a lot of the times <laughs> the difficulty's fine. You can kind of be like, oh, actually, I should leave this place. Like it's there's way too many bad guys in here. But I sometimes it's just here. like, hey, sorry, there's a lot of shit in here and you're about to die. Perfect. So uh, there's some frustrating parts in it, but uh mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it so far. I've got a feeling it's not going to last very long. Like this game is kind of short. Gotcha. Okay. I like kind of played Warhammer Total War. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I bought that a long time ago and just decided to finally install it. So is that like a RTS? Yeah, it's a, it's a, or not a turn-based, sorry. Um, it's like a total war game where you command like a certain amount of dudes on like the battlefield. Sure. And you can sort of like control their tactics and where they're going and who they're attacking. Like kind of a more complicated like Starcraft or Warcraft or something like that. Mm -hmm. Just in the battle. And then once you finish it, it pulls out into like closer to like Civ or something like that okay pretty fun the the fantasy skin that they've got around it is pretty pretty cool warhammer is just like a nutty nutty world i remember painting those figurines as a kid they're pretty cool yep it's tight it's cool yeah how tactic how how like tactical do those battles get like what can can you do like different maneuvers and shit like why is what is tactical about it yeah so like like, i feel like usually when you're playing something like starcraft or warcraft the the difficulty comes in your matchups against people like if you're fighting a bunch of melee guys in warcraft then if you throw like a bunch of really tough shield dudes and then archers right behind them it's like well okay like i can just shoot the the melee dudes and then have my like meat shield kind of be up in the front and then kill all those dudes whereas if you just had a horde of like melee fighters going at each other you'd probably come out as like kind of a stalemate Mm -hmm. and so the difficulty oftentimes at least in my experience of playing like that in starcraft is like knowing what to build and uh like kind of who you're up against mm-hmm. the total war games give you uh more control over the unit so like like kind of how they're approaching certain parts of the the, the battlefield the unit matchups are super important like more so than the other games mm-hmm. a lot of the times it'll depend like who is attacking who for like kind of what sort of matchup you're facing so if someone is attacking me then I don't really have to go after them. They're just going to come my way anyway. So you can kind of set up like better defensive positions. Mm -hmm. But if you're like assaulting someone's base, like you have to go in and like get them. So it presents like sort of a different challenge there. There are like mechanics around like hidden units and shit. Like you can hide your units in like forests and stuff like that. And you don't have to necessarily beat the, the other team completely. Like you don't have to wipe out their guys. So Mm -hmm. you can just like, demoralize them to the point where they like run away and a a great way to do that is to have like hidden mounted units that like you put in a forest and then halfway through the fight or whatever you just pull all of them out and charge them into the back line so that like the the guys like freak out and they're like oh fuck like this is not good and then just Mm -hmm. run rather than like just fighting everybody so there's like there's just a lot in there Mm -hmm. i had uh, a friend in santa cruz will he had like him and i had played through i think shogun total war okay and uh i was trash at these games for a long time i just didn't understand how to fight Mm -hmm. Um, and he pretty much just did essentially all those things and i was like oh you can like beat people in this game that's fun now whereas like before that i was just kind of just getting my ass kicked are you playing against other people uh no it's just against other ai units it's just it's it's just fucking hard like the game is hard gotcha not only in like the tactical sense but like I feel like in Civ, sometimes you can kind of just choose whatever they recommend you build and you kind of win for mm-hmm. like sometimes, maybe sometimes you kind of have to shift around and make decisions. But like in this one, it's like if you're not protecting like your front lines of like your territory, that will just get taken at some point. Like some army will just roll up and like take all your dudes. If you're not being focused about how you're managing your money, like it'll just go bankrupt and one of your cities will be like, actually, fuck this. And then just secede or something. Yeah. So it's like a fairly complicated game i know like there's certainly more complicated games but having not a ton of exposure with a lot of these it's it's pretty dense as far as mechanics go it's pretty cool yeah it's fun it's it's for sure fun and like 
I definitely recommend like if you aren't into those games, just playing with somebody who is because usually it's a lot more enjoyable that way. Mm-hmm. At, at least in my experience. Yeah, I'll give one of those games a shot. Yeah, it was good. So something this week has been fueling my sense of optimism, and I have to tell you. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. We took this uh, quiz that we're going to talk about here in a second about your gamer motivation mm-hmm. profile. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, the number one thing by far that I I had in mind was that I'm motivated by achievement. And good God, that is true. And so let me pour one out for Xbox achievements just real quick. <laughs> They're so good. Yeah. They're so fucking good. This, uh, like... Specifically uh, Xbox achievements, specifically, not trophies. No, trophies eat my butt. It's not good. Xbox <laughs> Xbox achievements were something special. It's true. It's very true. I think there... I, I have no idea. There's, there's some magic that they sprinkled on these fucking things where like, A, when you open up your like profile on Xbox Live, it's like one of the first things you will see about someone else's profile is like, check out their, their gamer score. There's a literal fucking number. That was a that was a big moment for you, Chase. I oh my that. god, I couldn't believe it when this first started happening. I think I was playing like Perfect Dark Zero or something like that on Xbox 360 launch, uh-huh. and it, like I started some something started happening where like I would get three headshots or something. It's like, hey, you did it. I'm like, what do you mean I did it? And they're like, we gave you 50 points. And I'm like, what? What do these points do? They're like 50 nothing. G. <laughs> 50 G. I'm like, can I use these to buy games? They're like, no. I'm like, okay, I'm in. It's just, just imaginary rap. video game just points. Just rap, dude. <laughs> Do you remember this, the sound that the achievement made? That was pretty good. That was it. That was pretty good. I hear it in my dreams. That was pretty good, man. I'm sure you do hear it in your dreams, especially if you have a unique dream. Yeah, no, it's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, t- trophies don't do it for me. They tend to make themselves less known when you get one. It's like usually a little pop up. It's like, hey, you did it. They have like the little like, I guess, trophy rating where it's like gold or bronze or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't give a hoot, man. You just, want, you just want raw points. I want a point value. I need to know immediately my value compared to other people and if I am a valuable person. <laughs> Damn. A la video games. Well, I mean, you can go into the trophies and see how difficult they are to get. Yes, I can. I need it at a glance. I need to see how many video games someone's playing, if they're getting the good ones, if they have like one game that they're just crazy about and they got like every achievement in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Xbox achievements. They were they were something special. It, it is true that, yeah, trophies for some reason just don't have the same appeal at no. all. It's, it's, all. It, it's hard to describe exactly why. Like conceptually they're very similar right like you get them for doing things in video games and they like show them to you and you can list the ones you have but it's like it i don't even bother to check Mm -hmm. versus like sometimes when i was playing 360 games i would start a game and be like okay what are the achievements before i've even like touched the video game Mm -hmm. oh man yeah yeah i don't know what it is maybe it's just the the name of it as opposed to trophy i don't the ui yeah. or what i don't it, it does just feel different to have it on the xbox xbox yeah. achievement mm-hmm. and the gamer score Ugh. and the gamer score i i didn't give a hoot about any of that yeah like your gamer score was like five thousand more than mine or some crazy number like that i think i still have forty-four thousand points i'm pretty sure that's where it is do you have 
something that's fueling your video game botanism. Yeah. What is it? It's um, how video games can bring out a different side of you. Okay. How it can teach you more about your own self. Tell me about this. Uh, teach you more about your own self or the people that you love. I'm assuming this is still divinity talk, isn't it? This is still divinity talking. It's been just such an enlightening experience playing this game with Mallory. Yeah, this is a side of Mallory that I think I don't know either. Right? I didn't know this side existed, but here we are. Here we are. Here we are. So it's it's just very, very interesting. We took a quiz online. We sure did. It was a what is your gaming house in in Gryffindor? No, in Hog in Hogsmeade in Hogwarts. Uh, Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade. I'd be down Hogsmeade. to go to Hogsmeade. Oh. Would be very down to go to Hogsmeade if they did gamer profiles. True. We 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 learned our true gamer selves this weekend. It's true. Uh, there is a uh, a short little quiz. I will tweet out. So if you want to take this as well, please, Garen, text me your results. For God's sakes, I need to know. It's your Garen shout-out of the week. There is a quiz by Quantic Foundry. They analyze video game data. Okay. And it seems like they give out insights into like folks who play video games as far as... Or at least that's as far as I've looked into them or as much as I can see. Mm-hmm. But something neat that they have is this uh, video game motivation profile. They essentially break down your motivations into like a handful of components. And it's like, it's kind of like Myers-Briggs if you've taken any of those mm-hmm. where uh, you'll answer a handful of questions of like, I feel strongly about this. I don't give a hoot about that. And then it gives you this like graph printout of what your uh, video game motivations are. And they give you these six categories that I'll tell you about in just a second um, that you fall into. Um, the six are action, social, mastery, achievement, creativity and immersion mm-hmm. those all kind of make sense on the surface of them like do you think we need to go into what each of those mean i don't think so i think we'll get into it yeah it's pretty it's pretty clear yeah pretty straightforward so they essentially give you like a percentile of where you land as compared to other people on that chart yeah let's just let's just fucking get in there let's get our right. let's get our let's feet get wet it. as everyone knows as everyone's guest i'm an achievement boy I'm a nasty, sloppy achievement boy. I don't know if it's sloppy. It's sloppy. This feels like a cheap trick. This feels like I'm tricking my brain into having fun. (laughs) Give me the good ding. Yeah, give me the good sound and the numbers. Let me see the numbers go up, Papa. (laughs) Papa Microsoft, please give me the good numbers. Give me the good good. You holding out on the numbers on me, huh? It's true. You've You've always been this way. Yeah, even before achievements were a thing, I was still like, I think I need to collect everything. Yeah, you've always been a a much bigger fan of collectathons than I am. Yeah. I will give up on a -a collectathon real quick. (laughs) Real quick. I wonder if that's where it comes from. If I was just so obsessed with like the Mario 64s and the Banjo-Kazooies and shit like that, that that just carried over. I mean, is that where it started or is it just you? Yeah, chicken or the egg sort of thing. I have no idea. 
that made us just who you, would the games gravitated towards just automatically yeah yeah i don't know i don't know the answer to that but mm-hmm. uh anyway i am uh in the 81th 81st i'm not sure exactly how to say 81th. this but 81st 81th <laughs> yeah i am most heavy on the achievement graph for your gamer profile mm-hmm uh, and then from there, I'm kind of split between cre- creativity and mastery, about 43% in creativity and 45% in mastery. And then another kind of jump down to 38% in immersion and 30% in social. And then all the way at the bottom, 9% action. I don't give a shite, apparently. You really don't. You really Which is don't. weird. I play a lot of like dumb action games. Like I enjoyed all Modern Warfare. I liked Halo, like all those explosion games the new doom is great but just for whatever reason i guess that doesn't like just it's that not, in itself it doesn't appeal to me why you played those games mm-hmm. you know i got in the 90th percentile in immersion whoa in the 88th percentile in action <laughs> whoa I was not expecting that um let's see so i'm totally in action immersion man yeah so immersion 90th percentile 85 percent on fantasy 89 percent on story and then for action which i was the 88th percentile 62 percent on excitement and 95 percent on destruction destruction i'm seven percent in destruction no i like blowing stuff up whoa i like making a ruckus that's wild (laughs) social i'm like 45th percentile yeah mastery i'm 17th percentile achievement i'm 34th percentile dang i rank high on the power component of achievement 72 and only 14 on completion i'm the opposite i have 39 percent power 93 percent completion oh my god you're crazy (laughs) it's a disease i have a disease and then creativity component was 30 percent 30 percentile i should say okay so you're highest on immersion and action by far yeah dang that's crazy makes sense with the games i really like and play yeah like what are your what are your top games that you're kind of thinking of when you think this this breakdown of immersion and action yeah uncharted yeah shit that is like an immersive action game isn't it yeah that's like one of my favorite series of all time is uncharted Mm -hmm. skyrim immersive action game um latest god of war yeah immersive action game the witcher which i'm playing pretty hard right now immersive action game mm-hmm. yeah kingdom hearts kingdom farts man damn kingdom farts most definitely um and the low social aspect is you know it's kind of par for the course i think because i, I never have been a huge like online player mm-hmm. i've always much preferred just like single player action adventure games the most recent spider-man game immersive action uh, yeah shit true i really liked that one so this is that's i think this is pretty spot on for me i would have thought that my social was a little bit higher i'm 30 percent on that one which feels pretty low mm-hmm. but i think it's just that the way they ask questions made me not want to respond well to them like not not that the quiz is bad but like when it's like do you like playing with other people i'm like no at no point in any of the online games that I play am I like, yay, team. Yeah. I'm so excited, team. We did fucking good. But if you'd ask, if you'd phrase that question, do you like playing with your friends? Yes, I do. Very much like playing with my friends. Yes. Like, Smash Bros. on a couch. Smash Bros. on the couch, Rock Band. Rock any Band of those like, yeah. games, real fun. Halo Land Parties. 
Halo LAN parties, yes. But if you're asking me, like, I, w- I wish there was a little bit more minutia in social in person versus social on the internet. Yeah, I don't want to be social on the internet. No, it sucks. It's awful. I, I do not communicate with people on Overwatch. <laughs> they are all mean yeah nasty boys they're all very nasty the 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 median person definitely skews nasty on the internet it's true although this one time i did team up with five like 11 year olds on overwatch careful it was an interesting experience (laughs) (laughs) if i remember correctly you like kind of kicked ass though with this group no they thought i was amazing which was awesome too and we were doing well playing together Mm. and yeah, they were all, I, I was the only person not on mic. Because it was just like, we were just playing competitive. And we yeah. all just like, we're on a team and we did really well together. There's only one kid talking, right? Yeah. She's like, whatever, that's fine. And then he eventually just got all the other kids to to start like being on the microphones. Yeah, yeah. And I was the only one who's just like, I can't get on right now. <laughs> I can't talk to these children. I'll listen to you <laughs> and hear what your plans are. It's a one-way street. I, I ain't talking, though. This is, you, I should, you, you be, did the I should in- not be allowed to talk to you children. This is weird <laughs> that you are so young playing this game with me, a man, a man grown. You're just over there doing the okay for Winston. <laughs> I can only play Winston mm. or Soldier 76. That's it. The only dad characters. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Hi there. That's pretty good. You have pretty Thanks. good Winston. Yeah. Pretty good Winston. I feel like. I feel like I was working it. Every, whenever I would play Overwatch, I would just make him say hi there over and over again and see if I could do it at the same time and like the same pitch. So I was definitely working on the hi there. You put some time into it. I didn't know that. There's a lot of time spent waiting in like the, the starting room. Sure. Where you're just jumping and fucking that room up. It's true. Jump, jump fucking it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of achievement games. They list a few here. Near like the, the explanations, they say yeah, show, show popular, popular games. games. You do like the Final Fantasy yeah final fantasy series which is like animal crossing yes yeah for sure animal crossing difference between our games right there the games that we play yeah i think so they list uh diablo and dota as some of them and those games definitely tap into the like Uh achievement uh motivation sort of thing a lot of like uh competitive games in the Mm. the power category of achievement so like call of duty league counter-strike yeah I guess I don't do any of that one, but I think I if I am going to play an online game, it would be a shooter of some sort. I think so. Yeah, that's the same for me. Like, I'm not sure if I just understand how to do it better. Mm-hmm. But like, Dota is really the only game that I'm comfortable with out of this like group here. I'm trash at Counter Strike. I like boot it up every couple years to be like, am I better at this now? I never am. I'm always so fucking bad at Counter Strike. That one's crazy. I can't play League because League is for babies, and I don't play baby games. Is League for babies? I didn't it's know It's for babies. Dota's for real people. Why? Why Why is this? Don't more people play League? Yeah, they do. There are more babies on the planet than there are real real human beings. Those baby babies are getting richer than the League, than the Dota players, aren't they? I'm sure I'm sure they are. Rich I don't babies. play Dota or Dota to get rich. Certainly not to win a popularity contest. <laughs> it's for completion. It's for, for power and completion. So yeah, for Grand completion, banana. it lists it lists the Final Fantasy, which is a sort of a weird entry. I wouldn't have expected that one to be on there. Number nine, uh, just Final Fantasy in general. I mean, they're just such long games. I think that's got to be it, right? Like you kind of that's that's a lot of the time what drives me to do them 
And even last year when I was playing all of them, there was a lot of me that kept going because I was like, I want to be able to say that I've beaten this many Final Fantasies. Not even to see the game, but just to be like, yeah, I beat that one. Interesting. I've never Very been driven odd. by that to play, play a game. Oh my god, that happens pretty frequently, I feel like. <laughs> to just be able to be like, I've, I'm 80% all the way through this thing. I just want to be able to say I beat it. Okay, alright. Let's see. The Legend of Zelda makes sense. Assassin's Creed. You've been like, really enjoying those last couple ones you've told me. The last couple of, yeah, Assassin's Creed really hit the spot for of me. Of course, God of War, that's big for you. Animal Crossing, that's huge for you. Elder Scrolls, you love Skyrim. Love Skyrim, loved Oblivion. Destiny, never touched it. Pokemon, you always catch all the pokes. Big, big time poke. And um, the last one there, Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem, sneaking in at the end. I was like, yeah, though. That's your boy for sure fire emblem and i think even specifically the ones that are a little bit older where it's like you can level your dudes up to the point where you're just kicking major ass Mm -hmm. i think that's for sure a part of what i enjoy about the achievement part of all this is like getting your character to a point where like the game is not trivial but like you can express how much you've played the game and how well you've developed your character Mm -hmm. by playing the game it's it's proof to myself in Skyrim that I've put a lot into it when I can go up and just one hit a dude. Mm. Like there's a, there's a very tangible effect of me playing like, a lot of it oh, or I playing it very this level well. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This amount of power now. It's the same reason why the Colosseums and games always get to me. Like if I can Coliseums. get a bunch of extra shit or something like that or level up really high, I'll, I'll come out of it stronger mm-hmm. and then the rest of the game by comparison seems a little bit trivial. But that, like, to me feels good because it's yeah. an indication that I've been playing it a lot. I've gotten, I've achieved a lot of things. Sure, sure, sure. The, the one that kind of came out of left field for me was the creativity component. Mm-hmm. So I got a 43% of that one and uh, in discovery, I only got 6%, but in design, I got 85 Whoa. So like, the distinction they make is discovery is like finding uh, new things. So like in elder scrolls, it's like all the dungeons and uh, mm-hmm. like legend of Zelda. It's finding all the like secrets and shit like that. Yeah. And that's not really my thing all the time, but uh, the de- design aspect is for sure there. They list the Sims, um, mm-hmm. animal crossing, uh, the mass effect series, Pokemon, oblivion, Skyrim, all those things, really anything where you can like form the world around you. You love it specifically around skins oh i want skins oh man (laughs) you better you better be really clear about how you're pronouncing that i desire skins david (laughs) what do you say i want to buy your skin oh my god oh no (laughs) another monster of mine it's me, the skin master. I want to flay you and take your skin. Oh, God. This is a very different podcast now. <laughs> no, it's uh, like in Dota where you can play a bunch of people, and if you play it real good, you get a cool skin. That's my shit. Or like Overwatch as well. For sure, yeah. No, Overwatch taps into it a lot because the skins they got in there are primo. Mm-hmm. Very good skins. Chase Skinwalker Albi. Hey, I got a high quality skin there. Jesus. That's the other spooky. one that was uh, strewn a pretty harsh direction was in the mastery component. Mm-hmm. Um, I got 45% on that one. And the breakdown is 11% in strategy. So fuck strategy, but 82% in challenge. Okay. 
So if a game is hard, I want to beat it. That makes sense with all the Soulsborne's games that you've played. For sure, all the Souls games. The ones that they list are uh, Smash Bros., WoW, Dark Souls, Street Fighter, Dota, StarCraft 2, and Warcraft 3. Mm-hmm. Those all make sense. Gotcha. No, and that, com- and that was my lowest category by far. I was 17th percentile, and I got 20th percentile and 20, 20, 22nd percentile in challenge and strategy. So I just don't give up. I just don't give a fark. It's surprising to me that you enjoyed Sekiro based on all that. But it's also a very immersive action game. Fair. Yeah, that's true. Which is why I thought I would enjoy Sekiro more than the other ones because just the combat looked so much smoother and like there was more control over it. That's true. That's always what I didn't enjoy about Dark Souls and Bloodborne is that it just felt, I don't know, just it didn't feel fluid the way you played it. I mean, it's game. really not. Like the, the what is it, HM Bomber guy described like, when you do an attack in Dark Souls, you have to like put it on layaway. Mm-hmm. Like it takes so fucking long for the attack to come out. Like you have to know when the next dude is gonna attack, and like okay, I'm gonna start doing one attack now, and it's just it just yeah. takes fucking forever. I I don't like that. I'm slow <laughs> in real life. I don't need to feel slow in a video game. I want to feel fast and quick, like a little ninja samurai man. <laughs> So fulfill my fantasy video game make me a quick good. ninja exactly and that goes back into the immersion component yeah damn whisk, that's whisk true away. we enjoyed away. this game for an entirely different reason i'm just not realizing i think so i think like that'll any- happen that'll happen often in games with us i think you'll like yeah you'll play through it and then i'll just go deep into like some backstory and just like i didn't realize any of that <laughs> Yeah, that's true. There, there'll be some log files in the game that I just absolutely missed or like said like, yep, okay, read, read, I did that. Yeah, you will go through and just mark that you read it just to <laughs> just to get, make it seem like you did it. You yes, that is correct. It's not, it's not that I want to seem like I did it. I just want the notification to stop so that when I achieve something else, I get a new notification that I did something. Oh, oh my God, you are such a little notification ho. It's nasty. It's, are, this really is what nasty. I was saying. My motivation feels great. <laughs> gross it doesn't feel good <laughs> yours is like i want to experience another world i want to go be somebody else mine's like give me the ding give me the points master oh my god this is really true this is opening up a very i'm learning so much about you right now yeah it's i don't know if it's good it's not it's good, i'll Chase. tell you i'll tell you it's not good i just want to be someone else and blow shit up that seems like like the thesis of video games is that. It's, I told you, I'm a core gamer, bro. <laughs> I'm a pure gamer, pure blood gamer. You're just little. You're just a little ding boy. I'm a ding boy. I'm trying to get that ding. That's literally <laughs> what people say in WoW when you get a new level. Really? Ding. Like when when somebody uh, gets a new level, you often see times see in chat ding. Mm, interesting. And they they like is that like they're bragging about it is that what's happening it's it's not even bragging just like notification to other people like i, I leveled up i did it Damn. oh so people are like hey good job yeah usually you'll get like a congrats or something like that interesting is there anything else we should go over in here i think so i think that's pretty good it's very interesting it's interesting stuff i definitely want to see what other people's pronouns are and um yeah so it like it gives you this uh different lens to look through certain games and especially the ones where like I feel like there is a guilty pleasure sort of video game. Mm -hmm. Like I have no problem saying that God of War was an incredible video game and like not really explaining myself there, but say something like, I don't know, Dynasty Warriors. I have no reason 
to like that game because it's not that good of a fucking game. No, it's definitely not. But it scratches an itch that I got. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which. Speaking of which, should we move on? Let's move on and talk about a, a good game. Let's do it. So, it's good games. You thought we weren't going to do it. We just snuck him in the second part here. It's good games, motherfucker. Surprise, we got you. We got you. That was a big get. That was a big big get. get. You probably feel real stupid right now, huh? Pull the rug out from under (laughs) you. We got you. Yeah, this is what, three or four weeks in a row now? Three or four weeks in a row? I don't even know anymore. It's been so many. It's, It's reclaimed. It's... Its status has top its rightful segment. rightful throne as the most frequent segment we do. Number one seg, <laughs> top seg. Mm-hmm. It's good games where we talk about the games of yesteryear and gush all of the things that we love about them, and maybe provide a little bit of critical feedback in some way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, and given the context of the last conversation, I thought it would be a good idea if we talked about a game that is definitely okay. It is solidly in the okay category. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you were making like a, a, a gravestone for this specific franchise, that could definitely be the epitaph on there. It was all right. It was okay. <laughs> it was a mediocre game. Uh, we are, of course, talking about the wonderful, illustrious Dynasty Warriors. All of them. All of them. Dynasty There's Warriors a lot all. of them. <laughs> I, I love this video game. I feel pretty lukewarm on this video game, personally. It's, that's good. I kind of I kind of like that split of one of us being pretty, okay on it. Yeah, I don't I don't dislike it, but definitely, yeah, it leaves me leaves me wanting in many yeah, ways. It leaves me satisfied because you you are able to get all the dings by murdering all of the people. There's a number that counts how good I'm doing. There's <laughs> levels sometimes. Your murder number. Your murder number, love a good murder number. Just keeps going up. Going up, going up, going up. And when you get enough murder numbers, you unlock other people new to new to murder with. Other new murder weapons. Other new murderers. Perfect. Let me tell you about this video game. Uh, there are shitloads of Dynasty Warriors games and Warriors games in general, but I want to talk a little bit about Dynasty Warriors 2. Because it provides just a little bit of context about the, the series as a whole. Okay, let's hear it. So, Dynasty Warriors 2 came out October 25th of 2000. 2000. Do you know what else came out just around that day? What was it, October 25th? Yep. Wasn't it your birthday just before then? It was also my birthday. It was a good birthday, if I remember. Was that 10? I was 10 years old. Wow. Uh, And just days later, the PlayStation 2 would launch. Dynasty Warriors? Oh, Dynasty Warriors launched the same time as the PlayStation 2? It was a launch title, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yep. I went to a a GameStop and asked them, hey, what's a good game? Or no, I didn't ask them that. I was too shy. I forced my dad to come with me, and he said, hey, what's really going to show off the power of this new console? And a man behind the counter said, well, it's either Midnight Club or Dynasty Warriors 2. And I said, I think I want the one with the guys with the swords. Sounds like you. Although Midnight Club is a good option as well. Midnight Club also pretty good. I think my dad did end up getting that one later because he did want to race a car. 
There you go. So yeah, it was a launch title. It was it was one of the first things that came out on PS2. So I, I think there was a little bit of pressure to be kind of a good game, mm-hmm. try something new. Uh, and what better way than with a bunch of dudes on screen that you can kill? So many dudes. Could you explain what this game is? So you play as one of various uh, figures from Chinese history, and you essentially get plunked down into a giant like arena that you walk around through. And the arena is like a a town or a forest or anything like that, um, and you just beat up and just murder as many just people as you waste. can while going to different objectives on the map mm-hmm. and that's about it and sometimes you'll fight like a boss who's a little bit stronger lubu lubu it's lubu ah, get out of my way one of the greatest um but the yeah guy. it's it's pretty straightforward you are a a god among men who murders like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of just weakling mobs to capture certain points and then fight someone who's a little bit stronger at the end of the level. And that's it. That's pretty much it. It's pretty much it. Rinse and repeat for however many levels that they decided to put in this one. There are like some mechanics surrounding how you win a level. And I think some of it has to do with like beating smaller generals on the fight. Like, you can't just go to the boss and then beat him. It's like you have to take out a bunch of other people first. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they'll kind of fuck with the map in certain ways. But by and large, it's kill the dudes until the game is done. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, the combat is not particularly dense. It's like there are different, like, combos that you can do, but they're not complicated. It's like... No. You can hit... just mow people down. Usually, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this game was built by a company called Omega Force. And they are responsible mostly for Dynasty Warriors. Like, this has been their fucking claim to fame ever since about 2000. Um, They had come out with uh, Dynasty Warriors 1 in 1998, which was a very different game. It was, like, a fighting game mostly, like, kind of like Tekken or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it really doesn't resemble the games that came after it. They also put out Winback. Do you remember this video game? No, not at all. Winback was a game for nintendo 64 that like did cover based shooting before like almost anybody else did whoa came out in 1999 yeah it was in for n64 wow okay it was weird i remember playing this and being like this is a fucking interesting game but yeah i didn't know it was the same people so maybe at some point we can talk about Winback because that shit was pretty good too okay give it a shot however they did come out with dynasty warriors 2 in uh 2000 and have not fucking stopped They've just been ripping these games out of their company every year, year after year. Yeah, they, they, they make a profit. They make a profit. By my account, they have put out 57 fucking games. 57 video games. That is such a ridiculous sum in 20 years. It's, it's so many. More than two a year. It's so many. They have covered a number of topics. Number one, obviously, dynasties. Yep. And the warriors in them. Mm-hmm. Samurai warriors. So they covered samurais. Orochi warriors. Warriors Orochi, which is, of course, a crossover between Dynasty and Samurai warriors. There you go. Okay. What what a good Dynasty Warriors fan isn't complete with an appreciation of the anime One Piece. Mm, let's make a Warriors game out of that. There One Piece Warriors. That's a video game they made. Beautiful. Gundam Warriors. Have you ever wanted to be in a giant mech? That one was And kill fun. a lot of dudes? That one was pretty good. I liked that one. Mm-hmm. 
Hyrule Warriors. You may have heard of that little ditty. Be Zelda. Be you could be Zelda. Sheik. You could be Ganondorf. Be, be, be Link. Ganondorf. Yeah. Ganondorf. Did you say Borf? Ganondorf. Ganondorf. Okay. Bannondorf. Ban- Ban- Steve Bannon. Steve Bannondorf. Steve Bannondorf. <laughs> It's not too far off, to be honest. No, yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> also got Warriors All-Stars, which is a, some people from the Warriors games. Also, some people from Dead or Alive. Why not? Really? Uh, the main character what? from Neo. What? Let's put him in there. From Neo? Neo. The, the samurai game that came out a few years oh, ago. Oh, Neo. Not Keanu. Yeah, I thought you were talking about either Keanu or the r&b singer i was very confused i was like what are you talking about i'm like oh this is a video game podcast that's right man i want the r&b singer neo to be in a warriors games oh god can they please make def jam warriors for god's sakes please you guys i am begging you that would be pretty awesome actually that'd please. be pretty That'd be pretty great. Just fifty different rappers from history that you can make that you can play as, and fight just a bunch of chumps out on the street. Mm-hmm. Fuck yes, or better yet, fuck banking it right now. Transport them back into ancient China. Think Ooh, with your shit. head. Oh my Put god! Put these rappers in ancient China. <laughs> JZ versus Lubu. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh, man, I want this video game so badly. You just created a million-dollar idea. Oh, God. That will never get made, and it makes me cry. Hey, you know, not with that attitude, it won't get made. You have a degree in game design, Chase Albee. That's true. Make it happen. Let's crank it out. So, uh, just a little bit more quick facts before we get into the gushing. This game, I didn't realize this, but uh, the, the website Moby Games lists that this game draws some inspiration called a game called Warriors of Fate. That was an arcade game that came out in 1992. Whoa. This was a side-scrolling beat-em-up that featured some characters that kind of looked like they were maybe from uh, the, like, Three Romance or Three Kingdoms era stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, This arcade game itself was based on another arcade game called Dynasty Wars that came out in 1989. Wow. Which was based on a manga called Tenchi Wu Wu Kurao. Tenchi Wu Maybe. Maybe. Which itself came out in 1983. Damn. So the lineage of the inspiration for this game goes back kind of a long time. It's a deep lineage. I have a review. Let's hear. Oh, I'm excited. For from our friends over at Game Cult. Where is that? What country is that? I think they're French. Game Cult wrote. Dynasty Warriors 2 has only two interests, to offer the possibility of fighting hundreds of enemies at each level, and, uh, hold on, I didn't mention, this was run through Google Translate, these people are much better writers than this, it's just Google Translate that's fucking this whole thing up. There you go. Uh, ran this through through a translator to just kind of mangle the review, let's, let's see what it says. This is really, this is really a hit at Google, we're coming at you. Correct, sorry Google. (laughs) Uh, Dynasty Warriors 2 has only two interests, to offer the possibility of fighting hundreds of enemies at each level, and to show that the PS2 can display lots of animated 3G objects. The guttings follow each other and look alike, never end, and swell quickly. 
The first Dynasty Warriors on PlayStation was an honest classic fighting game. Machin versus Bedul, fight! It's sweet, once in attractive facade demolished, reveals an impressive, playful nothingness. Two out of ten. Get fucked, Dynasty Warriors. Two out of ten. <laughs> they hate this game. I mean, that's kind of a fair review. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in my opinion, it's not not maybe I don't dislike it that much, but they're not they're not without cause there. Yeah, that's fair. They got they got somewhat of a point. Do you have anything to gush about this game before I just open up my chest and unload on this thing? Gush. I don't gush. I want you to David. I want you to sit down and appreciate something about Dynasty Warriors. Okay, I can do this. Okay, great. It was. It was a video game. It 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 was. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a video game um no it was it was uh it made you feel very powerful which which i liked right it made you feel like just the, the most unstoppable person ever which was cool right but that was also it's achilles heel at the same time right i think i talked like talked said mentioned this last time it's like one punch man like yeah when you can just beat anybody so easily what's what's the point Mm -hmm. you know it's not enjoyable anymore but i mean it is it is fun to go against all those characters and in the later iterations it is cool to see how many characters they get on screen and just kind of the cool special moves that you can do always are always are fun and entertaining to watch at the very least yeah so so those would be probably the the best things i'd say about it i would also say it's just very easy to just get into like it's not complicated which is nice sometimes with the game you just go in and just start doing stuff just mowing people down real quick yep Mm -hmm. i think that's a pretty fair assessment to be honest thank you i was i tried i tried pretty hard on that one (laughs) (laughs) what about you what did you love about this game oh man so with the understanding of my achievement based gaming uh there's a lot of things that hit this mark like i said the murder counter very good murder counter yeah i get to see it go from zero to a thousand that's very fun you love it love it um it's telling me how great i'm doing there's a map on on the game there's a map that has blue and red the blue is your forces the red is the other one mm. uh, over the course of the battle if you beat enough dudes the blue starts to just like kind of encroach on the red and just slowly take over the map progress aka achievement that's true. It did give you a nice sense of progression with that. That's true. It's great. Not in Dynasty Warriors 2, but in some of the later ones, you can progress your character specifically and like kind of level them up, give them new items, new uh, ways and better ways to kill people. It's mm-hmm. great. The game itself, I think, is, is structured in a fun way that like it should see these like big, tough like leaders of state that you're going to go fight. And eventually you do. And like because your dude's so badass, you just like kick ass and you can beat them down so like initially you can't fight these guys but it shows you like you you can get better you can get stronger and eventually fight these guys and it's gonna be fucking cool when it happens there you go okay after you beat the game with one of the characters the game isn't particularly long like the actual story mode you can beat it fairly quickly yeah once you do that with any of the characters you unlock other characters and sometimes like multiple of them and so it's this for me incredible loop of like i get to like be very good at this one thing and then from there go and play other characters and do the same thing and unlock more people and it's like this 
uh, uh, recursive sort of enjoyment that ends up coming out of it. Okay. I see you. This is sort of a side note and like not something that I actually really love. When I was a kid, though, I had very little exposure to Chinese history at all. Uh huh. Now, this is not Chinese history. None of this shit like was real, but the uh if you were writing like a bullet point of this section of chinese history i think the titles would at least be the same right like uh, this dude did this thing Mm -hmm. or uh these were some of the leaders that were here at the time yeah yeah and so uh as as a kid i was like well this is interesting i'm just like not familiar with this at all Mm -hmm. um and it was like just kind of before the internet was really all that good and so you couldn't just go like look this up yeah, it was still the time of dial-up. Yeah, so, like, maybe there was some information, but people were still like, I don't know, maybe it's not, like, real. So mm-hmm. if I really wanted to learn about Chinese history, I'd have to go dig up a book at the library. But if it was packaged in a video game, I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's do this. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, want to reiterate, this: none of this is accurate. None <laughs> of the shit in this video game is accurate. Um, I've, like, since tried to look it up and be like, did any of this happen? And like I said, the... So, you it's, know. It's, it's like a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> the Yellow Turban Rebellion existed. That is a thing that happened, but uh-huh. there were no dudes beating thousands of people into the uh, ground. Of course not. Yeah. Um, and, you know, none of the people... But the people characters that, are real people, aren't they? Some of them. But yeah. again, like, were they at that fight? Probably not. There yeah. weren't that many of them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of it's there, some of it's not, but it's it's definitely an action game, so it takes some liberties with that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the Gundam one. I never, I, I played maybe like a little bit at your house, and I remember yeah. it just, there was something about it being Gundam that for some reason made it more enjoyable. I don't know what it was, maybe just like, it's flashier, more defined, space was cool. It makes it a little bit or makes more sense to me that giant fighting robots could feasibly kill thousands of other giant fighting robots. Totally. And couldn't you like fly and walk? Yeah, you could do a pretty fair about a bit of like hovering. And then there were like space battles that you could do as well. Mm-hmm. I think to me that the, the loop of unlocking other characters was really cool. Cause I yeah. had watched Gundam wing when I was younger, but was really unfamiliar with the other Gundam stories. And there mm-hmm. were a lot. So like, while I didn't really want to go watch all them, I kind of had this desire to go play the games and like, it kind of gave you a little bit of the story when you were playing through them as each character. And so the loop of like playing through a bunch of those games and kind of seeing what those stories played out as I think was like genuinely pretty satisfying as like somebody who's just not really familiar with it. Mm -hmm. I bet if I played through the one piece games, it would be a pretty similar experience. Yeah. Cause I just, I haven't watched one piece at all. So like, I bet I would find some enjoyment in being like, oh, this is what happened. That's cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be more interesting if you didn't, if it was like a, a a property that you had some interest in. Yeah. Right. And were kind of invested in seeing where it went. Whereas opposed, I don't know, just always with the Chinese history backdrop, I was just always kind of disenchanted with it. Cause I'm just like, even as a kid, I'm just like, did this really happen? Yeah. No. All of this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it was, it was good. It was good. I love it. Um, this is not a particularly hard question, but what would you do to improve Dynasty Warriors? Oh, my gosh. Make a new video game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'd go that far. You could, you could, you could turn these bones into, into something good you know like what's, what's, what's the main problem with it? Just that like the depth isn't quite there? It's too easy. 
it is yeah. just too 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 easy like you could give anybody that controller and they would be able to at least stay alive they might not be able to beat the level but they probably wouldn't die yeah you know so you just have to find a way to make the combat somewhat interesting because right yeah. now it's like it's fun for the first five minutes and then once you realize you're just unstoppable it's just it just loses me real quick personally yeah so are there other games where they throw a lot of people at you and it's not super easy hmm. i'm trying to think of some and like all i can think of is fucking dark souls for hard combat and like there's like one dude that you're fighting at a time yeah like dark souls and sekiro it's all just one-on-one yeah i guess some games have done that like a little bit mm-hmm. in like certain sections like in kingdom hearts you'll fight like a hundred heartless at once or whatever yeah it's a good level I remember that one that's pretty fun when it's just like one time and you just mm-hmm. like mow through them and just like using all your cool special moves yeah i guess if you could use more of your special moves and if you, there was like i don't know some sort of number of people you had to get to or like if you beat them in certain ways or using different certain like items or tools yeah that would that would change how you progress or how quickly you can get to the level or something like that yeah just you can keep the mob aspect of it but just make it more than just oh i just have to mow through these this group of people to get over here yeah and then i do that and then i mow through this group of people to get over there or it's just like they're kind of in the way and they don't really serve any purpose for the gameplay other than they're just there so that you're just down slowly walking to these different areas yeah that's true like if you could make the challenge not about just beating as many dudes as you possibly can it might be more interesting oh what you could do is make it like a battlefront game like a star wars Mm -hmm. battlefront game where it's like you control a weakling dude for a bit and then once you do well enough you unlock like the big strong guy who just mows blue boo and then you're but you only get them for like a certain amount of time so maybe yeah. you have to like save it for certain spots like when you fight bosses or if there's like a big mm-hmm. rush of enemies or something so you have to be a little bit strategic about it yeah that's a good idea so it's like you power up to that real strong character and then you then it makes you really feel powerful because it's just like man i was just a little man before like maybe it's just now like a souls type game at first <laughs> Like that's how difficult each battle is, and then you power up to Lubu and just mow through people for a bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm try into that. that. You try that. I don't know how, how rewarding that would be, but it's different. It'd be at least maybe make it more engaging. You could base it in like maybe sort of a different uh, like framing. So rather than like taking control of another person, like you start out fighting and it feels almost like realistic combat mm-hmm. where like you're fighting maybe three dudes at a time and it's sketchy, right? Like you, you kind of have to focus and like work hard to beat them. Yeah. But as your legendary Musu meter goes up, then uh, you turn into like a more legendary <laughs> warrior and yeah. then you can control like a, I don't know, deity version of yourself or something and beat, beat ass for a little like bit. A Asura just comes down and you just start... <laughs> murdering people yep um yeah i think that's a good idea but i i think you're right that the the biggest problem with the game is just the challenge that like if you're not into just the complete power fantasy of mowing through dudes it's not a particularly interesting concept Mm -hmm. and it gets pretty stale pretty fast exactly and it's and i get that maybe it's geared towards kids but even as a kid i found it pretty shallow and boring after a while yeah for sure 
I'm not even positive it's geared towards kids. I think it's just geared toward people who like grind video games. <laughs> They're just the the daily grinders who just want to play a game. Yeah. That's just like the daily grind. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. How was playing your video games today, Dad? Uh, same <laughs> shit, different day. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, I think the the challenge aspect of it is interesting. I think that's like if you could do that, it would be probably better for it. Like mm-hmm. the the combat in say like something like Assassin's Creed isn't particularly complicated, but specifically in like Assassin's Creed Two, I remember pretty specifically that like you'll get into a fight with like three or four dudes, and it will feel pretty dangerous. But if you can like counter and parry and stuff like that, that it ends up being like you're still pretty powerful at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And if you could base it somewhere closer to that, that might make more sense. But I agree that if you leave out the part where you're just mowing down dudes, it kind of loses some of the Dynasty Warriors ish of it. Right. It wouldn't. It would feel like a totally different game then. Yeah. You have that. They like that's just a quintessential part of it is there's a bunch of dudes that you just mow through for a bit. Yeah. But it would also leave the option if you have like a pretty like good combat system that isn't just like an arcade game. Mm-hmm. It would make the the fights with like the bosses feel a lot more significant if like everybody else was like, all right, give them some space and like let them fight or whatever. Totally. And you could program mechanics into each of those guys to make them interesting to fight rather than just like hit them a bunch. Right. Just just smash square into them and then just you'll you'll get there eventually. Make it Sekiro. Make them fight good. That'd be fun. That'd, That'd be, be fun. fun. I know they had tried to do like an open world version of Dynasty Warriors. Really? Um, and it was not good. Really? What yeah. It like, uh, I think it was just a Dynasty Warriors game. Like it was one of the main entries in the series. Oh, okay. Okay. But uh, they had essentially like made the game open world and you would like literally ride your horse from one battle to the next. But they didn't put a lot of stuff in between. So it was like kind of just you're riding through this like wasteland for a long time. And that's like, okay, I guess we're in a battle now. And then, okay, we beat him. Now ride 20 minutes over to the other one. Sounds like if Dynasty Warriors was an open world game. Yeah, yeah. correct. <laughs> Dang. No side quests, no nothing. It's just like, here's a big open world that we're just going to have you ride through. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty interesting trying to give that's this funny. game feedback because like, the farther you move away from it, the more you get into just like it being an entirely different game. Like, yeah, it turns into like ghost of Tsushima or whatever that, uh, the game coming out is right. Like, it's just like, that's not, that's not what this is. It's not the same game. Yeah. You have to try and retain a little bit of it. And that's kind of hard when the game is so rooted in this, like kind of base temptation to just kill a bunch of dudes. It very much is just, the id personified as a game in many yeah. ways like the violent yeah. id yeah and when you take it when you try to sophisticate it it just becomes something something else entirely i i think your idea about maybe putting specific challenges around like what you have to do in mm-hmm. certain battles makes sense though like it would still be easy to kill people just mow down dudes exactly but if you had to only use a certain attack in this area or uh, only kill like these kind of enemies that are around there or something like that, it might force you to play a little bit differently to mm-hmm. the point where it's not just kill all the dudes. Yeah. Um, and if, say, you do those optional challenges or something like that, it'll like really boost how effective the like fight is or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. Something where the main objective is not just kill the dudes until it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Something more engaging. Yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty good. There you go, Dynasty Warriors. Go do it. Here you go, man. I want to play Dynasty Warriors. Oh my god, 
this this conversation had the exact opposite effect on me. <laughs> I, I want to go download uh, Hyrule Warriors very bad. That one was that one was pretty fun. I played a couple levels. Um, anything else to say about Dynasty Warriors? No. Yes, that's nice. Nothing. There's nothing left. Yeah, I'm tapped out on Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> I've been talking about it for like three hours. It's been a long one. Our podcast is on the internet. That's how you got it. Mm-hmm. That's how you received it. Uh, but there are different mediums with which you can interact with it. I'm going to tweet out this quiz so you can all take it. Uh, which means, of course, we have a Twitter. It's at Poddomism. It's a very funny Twitter. Chase puts very funny photos on there. There's a couple of photos. We're not uh, we're not posting all the time. I'm sorry. I need to <laughs> I need to get up in there. But uh, but yeah, go harass us. To, uh, you can email us vgpodtimism at gmail dot com. That's still out there. You can review us, and I will love you if you do emotionally. I will think very good thoughts of you. I don't know if I'm ready to love, but it'll be a very intimate mental image that i will have Mm, that's nice that's a good thought there you go i think that's it cool get at us come talk Mm -hmm. come be a podtimist come spread the good word of podtimism not jesus jesus is cool he's got a lot of people spreading his word yeah he doesn't need anyone else spreading his his word he's got it covered you guys he's got it covered Um, do you have any gaming wisdom? Gaming wisdom. Let's see. Like, I think true true pleasure derives from the intersection of challenge and skill. Mm. And that's where Dynasty Warriors needs to up its up its game is in that challenge category and the skill Not- category. <laughs> <laughs> Not just gaming wisdom. Now we're handing out gaming advice. No, you need to reach that flow state. Got to get in flow. And That's true. Warriors lets you get there a little bit, but a little bit doesn't let you stay there for very long. That's true. Get at David Benavides, Omega Force. Come talk to him. He's got the deets you need to know. They don't want my advice. That's probably true. They're pumping out money buckets right now. That's <laughs> also true. They know what they're doing. Yeah, true. It's, that's factual. Uh, thank you. That was highly illuminating. You're welcome. That'll I feel very good after hearing it. $500, please. Uh, I am now going to go and play Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> All right. <dude>. It's, <laughs> did you, uh, it's like when you watch Super Size Me and you're like, oh, that's awful. That all sounds so gross. And you're like, but bad damn, I want some fucking French fries. God I damn. I get it. Go get your ding on, man. I'm going to go get that ding on. Go get that ding on. <laughs> okay. Well, goodbye. All right. See ya. <laughs>